Hey everybody, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. It's Monday. What does that mean, everybody? Well, it means we're late again. We've had some unforeseen situations come up. When life gives you lemons, make late podcasts. That's what I always say. It's an old saying, you it's know, it dates back to the 1850s. Saying. <laughs> Came from the lemon farms. Uh, where they would cast pods over the trees to catch the lemons. Wow. That's yeah, quite that's a tale. Say, do a late podcast. That's why they would say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know, we've had a great time the last few days. Uh, I don't know if any... How many of you out there are Volvo mechanics? Anybody raise your hand? Anybody? I don't see any hands going up. Yeah, me but neither. But I will tell you, if you're thinking about buying a Volvo... Because you would like your wheels to always stay on your car securely, you're doing the right thing. It's going to happen. Because they have the, as far as the internet is concerned, the most unbreakable wheel lock in the history of wheel locks. (laughs) Requiring either a welder or a specialized tool that seems to only exist in Europe. So... Needless to say, Dory popped a tire. I tried to fix it for many hours. The car is pretty far away from the house. (laughs) It's still there. Luckily, there's no street cleaning this week in that neighborhood. And, uh, yeah, it's just like, uh, I'm just tired of it. I've got got a lot of uh, tool... Got a lot of tools in my trunk that I was using to try to uh, achieve this thing, this greatness here. But then it's like in a suburban neighborhood, so I felt like a weirdo being out there underneath a car on a street <laughs> that I don't live at in front of uh, some children's houses who don't know who I am. So I got back in the car and came home and... Uh, I was telling Dory, I was like, I don't think they're gonna. No one's gonna be able to do it. And I think you don't. I, I think you didn't quite believe me. No, that I we believed would get the you. reactions that we got. Well, I didn't. I, I have to admit, I was not expecting that reaction from an actual Volvo dealership. I told you, I had gone. I've, I had looked into this. That right, the was... Volvo dealership was like, oh no, like that's what they. That's what the service guy said on the phone, <laughs> out loud. <laughs> And then he was like, who did this? <laughs> yeah, he's like, we could, he's like, well, we could try, but it'll cost. I'm like, yeah, I know you could try, but you're gonna have to cut the, what are you gonna have to do, cut the rim? And I'm like, he didn't really answer me. Yeah. Um. So he's like, call Volvo and Culver City where the last time the wheel came off was, was them. Yeah. And uh, have it towed there. So have it like go on a 25 mile tow (laughs) and then uh, make them do the thing that we don't know that they can do. Right. So we called them, we called that Volvo dealership today and I left a message with Dory and uh, needless to say, it is 3.35 p.m. and we have not heard back. So... I've ordered the tool. Essentially, the only one I can get in the United States is a knockoff 
of this British tool. Um, if anyone in, in, is listening in England, something called the Dynomech XL. Of course. That's what I would really need to to get that. Essentially, I have to, I have to gouge into the nut, the collar of the nut, enough to be able to turn it with that metal. It's crazy. Whatever. I did see a nice trick, though, on the YouTube channel of that repair shop where he loosened all five all four bolts except for the fifth one that's that's that one and then drove around for a little bit and what that did was it like wobbled it like and started to loosen it up oh wow. and then when he stopped it he he could do it by hand oh interesting so, so you know it's like one of the many things i'll try i just have to get the car back to our home <laughs> yeah so, you know, we have a kid, so I can't have Dory, like, follow me and, like, go in my car and then take my car back while I slowly pilot a Volvo SUV home. But, and, and my least favorite thing to do is take an Uber. So, here we are. I just don't want to do it during the day because I don't want traffic. And There's so much traffic. Yeah, and I just want to be, like... I just want to be able to like go 35 miles an hour down Ventura Boulevard from 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 the depths of the valley with into your, Hollywood with your hazards on. <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, these they're run flats, so I can go. Fi- you know, they say 50 miles an hour for 50 miles. Wow! And I only need, I only needed to do about eight right. at 35, so yeah. this should yeah. be not a problem. Yeah. But it is a massive gouge in the side sidewall. She massive. Did. The Otherwise, the curb. I, the curb was very the curb was very high and there was something the curb had been pushed out. out by a root yeah so you know theoretically we could call the city of encino van nuys well, los angeles Morocco. it's los angeles i don't know where it is okay it's los angeles. whatever i mean call i might burbank i might put in another like request for reimbursement before they've finished the other one honestly because like it's like failure to maintain the fucking sidewalk well it's the it's a route that had pushed that part of the sidewalk out yeah and i was trying to park and i hit it and like immediately heard the air go out but (laughs) something that was kind of funny is the last time we had to take the car to volvo which was like two weeks ago because i went over a pothole they when they gave us the estimate, they were like, you should replace your tires. And they wanted to charge us like another, I don't know, $1,800 to replace the tires. And I was like, sorry, that's just not happening. (laughs) And I was like, you know, if I had replaced the tires, I definitely would have ripped open the brand new tire. So at least I didn't rip open a brand new tire that I just paid for. So, you know, that's looking on the bright side. We're just going after any little bit of good news we can get here at the Shafrira household. Oh, yeah. It's been, uh, you know, 2024. I was really excited. Here to it is. It's going to be our year. Turn the page on 2023. Still January. We can do it. Yeah. I mean, maybe we're just getting all the bad stuff out in January. You know what I mean? I think we just got to start playing that Powerball Mega Millions situation. That, I almost said I almost said Mass Millions, and I'm like, wait, we don't live in Massachusetts anymore. 
that's probably a good solution. I mean, karmically, you've got to think that some some of the good luck's got to come back, swing back in. You know, you would think that, but then sometimes I think about people who I'm like, oh my God, this person just sucks and like has sucked for so long and you keep thinking karma is going to get them and then it just doesn't. Well, we had a pretty good run, so maybe it was just our turn. Oh God. You know? But I, I don't think I can like live like this like forever. I think our turn, our turn should be over by now. We'll see. We'll see. Always got, we're always looking on the bright side here, guys. Oh, yeah. No one was hurt. She had already arrived at her destination when she popped the tire. That was true. I was available to go drive there. Yeah, at um, least at least I didn't. put the kid and Dodo in the car. We came home. Yeah, at least I didn't blow the tire like on the 101 on the freeway. Right, yeah. That would have been. You would have. A nightmare at a time yeah so you know i'm gonna look on the bright side that's that's i'm thankful for that okay and you didn't have you know you didn't get new tires a week and a half ago i didn't get new tires a week and a half ago that's true which really put off that inevitable bill uh one and a half weeks <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like i cannot uh... i can't wait to just fucking get that nut that lug nut off i cannot wait I think about it constantly. I've been wow. thinking about it for two days now. Like the last 30 hours of my life have been spent thinking about how to get that stupid Volvo lock. Like no one wants those rims. No one. No one's trying to get Volvo 17-inch Volvo rims. I know. Some of their ugliest rims they've ever made. It's like, I'm, I'm just like, whatever. It's Ugh. like, it's very interesting that this was the thing they decided would like be the thing. Uh, among the many other things. No, no, no. It's a Volvo. Right. There's so many things. There's so many things. Anyway. Listen, I love my car, but I also am in a real like, I'm not in a good place with my car right now. You guys will have a renaissance once that tire's back on. I hope so. You know? you know, and I was just, I was like so proud of myself for driving so carefully to Joshua Tree. <laughs> and. I mean, if that happened to Joshua Tree, oh my God. Yeah, that would be bad. It was rain. It was pouring rain when I was driving to Joshua Tree on Monday, a week ago. And. We're anticipating more of that coming. The rain? Or yes. more drives to Joshua Tree? No, I hope not that. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, rain. there is rain coming this week, but anyway, the, the freeway was a nightmare. You could like barely see. And I would say most people were driving pretty safely, but then there were a few people who was like, you know, that you can't drive that close to the car in front of you when it's raining so hard and you can't really see. And people don't know that in Los Angeles. And I just seen ahead of me a car have to like pull onto the shoulder because they were about to hit. I was in the carpool lane. They were about to hit the car in front of them. And then they got back mm. on. And then not five minutes later I saw that same car hit the car in front of them. Oh yeah? Yeah. I didn't and know I that. was right and I was right behind that car. But I'd given myself a lot of space and they had not. 
you know, what's that? What's the, there was a commercial from Allstate. You're supposed to give in regular weather to Mississippi worth of room. Meaning if they, if the car in front of you passes a road sign, it's one Mississippi, two Mississippi when you pass it. Yeah. I, I always thought it was like six car lengths. That's about what that is. Two seconds. Yeah. So. I mean, it's more than six car lengths on a freeway, but you know. Anyway, it was. We're here to talk about highway safety. It everyone. wasn't a bad accident. It was like I, I mean, it was it was a, it seemed like a very light fender bender, and they both pulled over to the side and seemed to be dealing with it. But I was just like, well, I mean, you'd think that the person who had to slam on their brakes, pull over to the lane, would would have learned not to be going so fast or so close. Correct. Yeah, that's what you'd think. And then, like, I don't know. 30 miles later we saw um a police car doing the thing where they like are weaving back and forth yeah to like slow down mm-hmm. the traffic and i was like what is happening and then we passed looked like a dodge charger yeah had gone into a truck oh right and i asked you if it was like kit going into <laughs> yeah no it wasn't his, his maintenance truck now it looked like people were walking around it didn't look like there had been any like fatalities but that dodge charger didn't look so good right eh, you know these are the dangers we're supposed to have we have rain coming right we do have rain coming third and it's supposed to be pretty intense rain yeah i'm looking forward to it um fortunately on thursday i don't think i have to go any farther than taking henry to school which is half a mile from our house so it's still a treacherous time. He'll probably want to wear his rain boots. Oh yeah. He has a whole rain thing. Cause it's such a novelty here that like mm. he gets really into it. He puts on his rain boots. He's got his little umbrella. He's got his raincoat. It's like, it's a whole thing. Yeah, it is. And I, what I do is I do nothing of a sort. I just enjoy the rain. <laughs> I have rain boots. I actually like my rain boots. I, um, I had a pair from Madewell from before I was pregnant and my feet grew after I had Henry. So they were too small. And then you guys imagine, I know. Right. And then I got a pair from target, uh, last, last winter when it rained mm-hmm. a lot and I really like them. They weren't that expensive. They hold, they, they keep the water away. Yeah. And, uh, I often will transition into a Nike golf shoe when it's raining. Interesting. You know? Yeah. Interesting. Because they, they've got a comfy sole and uh, and they, they they stay relatively. I mean, I, I again, I have I have Air Force Ones. I have some Gore Tex Air Force Ones actually that are super waterproof. Huh. I just never wear them because they don't ever go outside. That's surprising. Anyway, unless I'm golfing. Hmm. how is um how is your reselling business going matt uh according to dory it's uh, i'm selling a lot of things well here's what happened someone wrote into us and Mm -hmm. said oh wait i don't even have my uh my thingy up where is my thingy um someone wrote into us and said dory 
don't forget to plug your Venmo as a way to support the pod. <laughs> so, okay, my Venmo is at Dory. And then I was like, oh, I should plug Matt's eBay shop while I'm plugging my Venmo. And then I was like, yeah. I think his eBay shop is Lefty Fender Fan. <laughs> Hi. That's because Matt Matthew Myra, when I first had that account, I got banned. Why? Off eBay. What? I think it was for like winning a couple options and not paying. <gasps> I know. You did I that? Know. Oh my God. It was, That's it so was unlike you. It was. It, it is. Was very unlike I'm, I'm me. being serious. It is unlike you. I'm so, I'm actually shocked. It was it was like uh I really wonder what it was. It was probably autograph something. Do you think you deliberately didn't pay or No, well, I know I deliberately didn't pay because I was like Wow. I'll never win this auction. It's gonna it's gonna end oh, up too high. Oh, I see, I see. Was that kind of thing, you know? Yes. Um, that's yes. why I've Lefty Fender fan has been a member since 2007. Oh, I see. Okay. And eBay, I guess it was on, I was on eBay in like 02, oh, maybe even 2000. Anyway, yeah, Lefty Fender fan. That's what I ended up. So I, I, I signed back up to buy a Fender Telecaster. So I was like, oh, interesting. That was just in my brain. So that's what my username became. He's got a hundred percent positive rating. This this lefty fender fan. Wow! <laughs> if you want to see what I've been buying on eBay, you could do that. I guess you could go on to my username, lefty and fender then fan. Click on my feedback, and then I guess the feedback of like stuff that I've. Well, I guess you can see what I've sold and. Anyway, if you need baseball cards or head covers or soon-to-be Lego sets, stay tuned. Stay tuned. You heard it here first. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Um, All right. We're going to take a short break. Before we do that, just a reminder, you can email us at dorymatt at gmail or matt and dory gmail. Call or text us at 413-461-BABY. Uh, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash excellent adventure. Uh, someone did write in to request ad, another person wrote in to request ad free episodes. So maybe we can just start throwing so those out. So two people have written in? Two people have written in, yep. Mm-hmm. Well, what? if it gets those two people to sign up for Patreon, sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's relatively easy. You just send me the yeah. send me the file and I could post it. So She's going to write ad free. Ad free! It'll sound sound just like that. Yeah, it will. Um, All right, we will be right back. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks. Tees and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, 
not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. And we're back, everybody. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Um, I'm, going, I'm going to cut that out of the regular version. Okay. And literally leave that in. So people who go on the Patreon will go, I wonder if he actually left this, didn't say this on the regular podcast. I love this little, little Easter eggy kind of thing. Yep. It's not really an Easter egg, but it's it's just At the Dorian Matt show. Yep. Dorian Matt. (laughs) Um, All right. We're gonna we're gonna get started on this. We're gonna have to pause for me to do a meeting, but then we will come back. But listeners, you won't you won't, won't know, know because Matt's editing will be so seamless. Unless the Patreon listens and I just go on and on by myself <laughs> for a while. Uh okay. This is from Kelly. To the listener yes. wondering about extra labs for embryo donation. Yeah, that sounds sketchy. We are also in the process of donating leftover embryos, donor eggs, slash husband sperm. My husband did have to complete the FDA screening exam and labs to bring him in line with human tissue donation requirements, but nothing clinical was required of me. We are donating all embryos to a single recipient, so I'm not sure if he would need to repeat the labs for each recipient. I will ask our facilitating agency and send an update to the world's slowest message board here. Uh, Matt, you say jumping through two hoops is an automatic nope for you. 
Do you ever use that to your advantage? If there is something you want to stop doing, would you create an extra hoop in your routine to serve as a barrier? Spoiler, this is something I do. For example, I wanted to spend less money on Amazon, so I deleted it from my phone. And now if I want to buy something, I have to download the app again. If I want something enough to do that, then I make the purchase and immediately delete the app again. It doesn't always stop me, but it slows me down and I do spend less. Just an example, but I'm sure there are other beneficial ways to lean into that personality trait. Uh, yeah, it's a nice way to look at it, actually. Um, <laughs> I can't think of anything offhand. What did I do? Now I'm like, <laughs> I really want my water. And <laughs> my water, this is a bad example. My water's in the house, so I'm just going to not have water. Because mm. I don't want to get up and go over there and get water. You know what I mean? Yep. If I could somehow use that to my advantage. Interesting. If I was never, if the, if the fridge was like a little further away, I wouldn't eat as much. I'm just kidding. I usually don't eat anything out of the fridge. <laughs> I'm a pantry guy, you know? I like mm. my dry goods. Sure, sure. I will say we, we had Chinese food on Saturday and then we had leftover Chinese food on Sunday. And then I had leftover breakfast on Monday for lunch. And okay. what's nice is we usually forget to do the to eat the leftovers. You we know do. what I mean? Yep, I know. And you and usually end up getting wasted. Usually resist eating leftovers. I will often resist it. Yeah, just by virtue of the fact that I don't um, trust the fridge <laughs> to do a good job. That's weird. Yeah. Well, hey. You live and learn, you know? I guess so. Um, okay, so uh, this listener had a, followed up with a clarification. My question to them was, if we were donating to two recipients, would husband have needed to do the screenings once for each recipient, or would a single screening cover both donations? Or is there a time frame after which he would need to repeat the screening? Is that something that could vary by state or recipient clinic? Their response was, once he completes the FDA screening, physical, labs, and health questionnaire, it would count for both recipients. It doesn't matter how many recipients you donate to or where they are, lo or where they are located, or if it is years apart, he would just need to be screened once. This seemed to, seems to support the listener's suspicion about the clinic making a money grab. That or the clinic just doesn't know what's going on with the intricacies of the donation process. Hmm. Interesting, as they say. Some do say that. <laughs> so true. Um, thank you for sharing your experience. I also really appreciate the extra leg work you did for the benefit of the pod by emailing your clinic. Like that was some real investigative reporting. And I we I'm love it here. I'm we have grateful. a journalistic integrity at this podcast that we... no other podcast can come close to. It's so true. All right. Well, this is where I have to sign off for the time being because I have to go to a meeting. All right. Okay. Well, how long is your meeting going to be? Mm, probably not that long. I would say fifteen minutes. But mm, then I have okay. to run. I have to run to the store to get stuff for dinner because our son won't go. To be clear, we're not sending a five-year-old alone to the store. To, we're, we're not. We're not doing that Japanese game show where they send. No, a child no, no. I meant. Wild. I meant with his nanny. Um, yeah, but because somehow that's his decision to make. Mm -hmm. 
All right. You know. We'll be back. He's getting run. He's running roughshod over us, guys. <laughs> he he barely slept last night, so he's like not in a great mood. Two forty a.m. He woke up. Yeah. All right. We'll be back. Bye. Okay, we're back. Good news: Kate Spencer <laughs> didn't show up to the meeting. The meeting has been rescheduled. Uh. Classic. <laughs> Classic, Kate. Classic ADHD. Wow. Classic that is, podcaster. Uh, that's a lot for you to be talking about. I don't. <laughs> yeah, because I am that person. I do the same exact thing. So I'm saying classic in the sense of like, I, mean, I get it. Honestly, like you, I think usually I would I'm hang so- out for a little while longer, but because today has been such a mess and we have to get this podcast done and I have to run to the store and make dinner that like. I was just like, okay, let's reschedule. Bye. <laughs> um, so. You're damn right. Yeah. You got to make dinner. That's where a lady belongs. In the dinner. Yeah, I'm in the dinner section. section. <laughs> I'm just not allowed to cook since I made bad squash soup. Okay. <laughs> Henry, Henry recalls was it. was so funny he about it. And me so for mean it. about it. <laughs> Yep. He was like, Dita, you can't cook dinner ever again. (laughs) Also, when I remember when we were driving away from his play date and he said, Dita, I think you should call the tow truck. Yes, he did say that. By four (laughs) o'clock. And he was right. (laughs) And I I was like, no, I'm going to fix it myself. Mm -hmm. And then I gave up around four o'clock, ironically. Anyway. So, anyway, we're back and we can talk all about <sighs> okay. all kinds of things. I got I got the I got the results from my first uh, submission and how to, to go. CGC. You know, I think it, I don't know. I can't tell. I think I, uh, I sent twenty six cards. Twelve of them okay. got a gem mint ten. Um, and then there's a bunch of nine point fives, which is mint. Okay. Plus, and then I got a, I got a couple Ooh, of eight point fives and eights in there. Ouch! I agree, and I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> How did I manage to mess them up that much? So I'll be interested to see if it's just that they weren't. Um, uh, maybe it was oh, like it was something issues. about the printing of the card that had like, nothing to do with like what you ha- like card, what yeah. your condition of it was. Kind maybe of thing. I, I see. I don't know. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, All right, let's move on with this podcast. This is from... Stay tuned, Lefty Fender fan on eBay. Maybe you'll see some graded cards showing up on there. Okay. Okay, so Who's our first email from? Well, we... That was a good transition, thank you. That was a great transition. Um, So we heard some feedback last week about choosing the sex of your embryo. We did. And Helen wrote in with an interesting perspective that I wanted to share. Mm, um, I hope Dory had a productive writing trip and that Matt finished his script and can golf again. Mm. Well, uh, I'm writing in response to the conversation about gender slash sex selection and wanted to offer my perspective as a transgender person. Gender is an extremely complicated and individual topic 
And I know a lot of people have very strong feelings about parenting a child who shares their binary gender identity or one who has the binary opposite gender identity. However, that child may not actually identify with the gender they are assigned at birth based on their anatomy. Intersex people also exist. And while that's not an experience or identity I can speak to personally, the documentary Everybody, um, and they have a link. It's yeah, a focus. yeah, everybody. Thank you, Matt. Mm, mm, um, mm, is fantastic, and I highly recommend it. As an adult, I've come out as trans non-binary, and I'm in the process of explaining repeatedly over several years to my mother why she's not, quote, losing her daughter, because I never really was her daughter. I'm the same person she raised, but I never felt like a girl or a woman, so the gender term daughter doesn't mean to me what it seems to mean to her. This has put a strain in our relationship and makes me feel like I'm not accepted for who I am. This is just one example of how placing gendered expectations on a child can cause pain. The yeah, boy... Your mother feels like a failure. That's why the, she's feeling... I'm not kidding. That's why she feels like that. Okay. It's a silly feeling. Right. Obviously. But you're saying that's the motivation of it. Yes. Yes. I see. I'm saying that these things, you know... It's ridiculous. It's like disowning a gay son or something. It's like right, right, right. antiquated and, I don't know, societal. Right. It's the patriarchy. Yeah. Um, I mean, the matriarchy is not great either. I don't know if you're familiar <laughs> with witchcraft, but it is rough. Um. Well, it was the patriarchy that was like, they were the ones who decided to kill witches. Anyway. We don't need For the to good of all of Salem. <laughs> sure. All right. The boy, girl, and man, woman, gender binary is deeply ingrained in dominant American culture for many reasons and can be very harmful, even for people who I do. Said. Yes, who do identify with the gender they were assigned at birth because of the cultural and familial pre familial pressure to act a certain way based on assigned gender. I encourage listeners who are considering sex selection to think about how they would support their child. If that child is trans or intersex, if people are looking for resources, the treasure, bleh, the Trevor Project, which is at thetrevorproject.org, and or your local LGBTQ youth center are great places to start. Thanks for the pod. Helen, who uses they, them pronouns in 1300 square feet in Oregon with a husband, a cat, a dog, and a 50 something inch TV. No hot dogs in 2024 so far. I don't eat meat. And my husband, for some reason, hasn't bought himself a Costco hot dog yet this year. You're saying that if you ate meat, you would have had one by now. Is that what you're telling me, Helen? Um, okay. yes. I think that's what <laughs> that's what the subtext is. Uh, Helen, I appreciate- They just didn't want to come out and say it. They would uh, like a hot dog. They're uh, tired okay. of not eating meat. Okay. And they want a hot dog. I get it. Who doesn't? Um, Helen, thank you for this perspective. It's an important reminder. And uh, I, for one, appreciate it. All right. I appreciate it, too. Matt, we are- But in different ways. Okay. What? Matt, we're going to we're gonna, we're gonna take, we're gonna take another break. <laughs> oh, is this a real break or a yeah, this is break? This is a real break. This is a real break. All right. We'll be right back. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here you go. Ready? And we're back. How are you, everybody? Hello. Hope you had a good break. Those on a Patreon ad-free episode, they didn't hear a break. No, they didn't. They heard the ramblings of a delusional man. (laughs) All right. Next Next up, we have an email from Emily who says, Hi, Dory Matt. I live on the Upper West Side of Manhattan with my husband and one-year-old daughter, and we've been seriously thinking about moving to L.A., that's where Janos lives in Ghostbusters too. Thank you. The Upper West Side. That's what he says. If you don't mind sharing, can I ask what neighborhood you guys live in? Uh, I actually do mind sharing. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to tell you which neighborhood we live in. We're in the greater, we're in the Hollywood <laughs> we're in the, area. We're in the Hollywood, Hollywood West Hollywood-ish area. Yeah. Um, But I don't really want to get more specific than that. Here's what I'll say. I can get not specific, specific. Ready? It takes us... 12 minutes to get to Burbank. Okay. Thank you, Matt. Triangulate um, that. Find us. I dare you. You've mentioned that you walk Henry to school and that your neighborhood is generally walkable, which sounds so appealing coming from the East Coast. Do you have any regrets moving to LA? For us, the biggest drawback is that both our parents are in NYC. However, we're both aching for more space, sunlight, the outdoors, and have extended family and many friends in LA. Appreciate any insights or tips you may have. Thanks and love your podcast and Forever 35 and Too Much Money. Oh my gosh, Emily. Thank you so much. You want to start Trick Nice Conversation? I don't understand. Guess not. Whatever. Fine. Um, There actually are, there are quite a few walkable neighborhoods in Los Angeles. I think it's it's a misconception that there are not. I think the, the thing is that. Because the vast majority is not. The vast, the, like a lot of it is not. And also there's not good public transportation. So even if your neighborhood is walkable, it's hard to get to other neighborhoods. Like you have to drive to other neighborhoods for the most part. Yeah. I mean, we, we tend to live a lot of our life in like a 10 square mile radius. Oh, I was going to say like a two square mile radius. I was extending it to Kate's house. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't think Kate's house is even 10 miles from us. I think. Yeah. Well, sometimes I like to go to the Burbank airport post office. Okay. Kate's That's pretty house far. is, I'll tell you right now, Kate's house is seven miles from us. 6.4 as yeah, the Yeah, so comfortably within the 10 mile range. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Here's what I will say. You are right that you will probably have more space. You will have sunlight. You will have the outdoors. You will have pretty nice weather year round. Although depending on where you, like if you move to LA, depending on where you move, it can be very hot in the summer. Um, I think it's a misconception that LA is like cheaper than New York because you have to have a car here pretty much. Like people, there are people who don't. But I think, with especially with a kid, it, it will make your life very challenging to not have a car. Um, and I would say most people, 
most people I know who have a kid have two cars. Um, so, you know, something to think about. Gas, car insurance, it all kind of adds up when you get a flat tire 10 miles from your house, etc. Um It's so far away. And, you know, we're far from family. So the fact that, like, both your parents are in New York and you have a kid, like... If you're, and, and, and you know, you don't say like, if your parents are helpful, do they babysit? Like they might not be in which case, bye. But like, just think about how many times you've had your parents just like babysit. Or if you've, maybe you've gone away for the weekend and they've just stayed with your child. Or, oh, you like can't pick them up from school and your mom can just pick your kid up. Or, or you want to go get your other car that has a flat tire and you'd need both parents to do that. Could one of your actual parents come swing by and stay at the house for a little bit? Like I, I do think like having both sets of parents there. And again, I don't, you you don't specify too many details about them. So I don't know how healthy they are, their willingness to help, et cetera. But like, I wouldn't discount that so quickly because you will be very far from them. And you say you have extended family and many friends, but like, I don't know. It's not, it's not exactly the same. Your extended family, many friends probably won't like what they won't all live very close to you. I'm not trying to discourage you. I'm just like, I I just want you to think. I want you to be aware of everything. I want you to be aware of everything. Um, the other thing, wait, there's something else I was going to say. I don't remember. Well, whatever. Those, those are, those are kind of just like the things I would think about. Now, with all that said, I, I think generally LA is a good place to raise kids. Um, like I now don't take for granted the fact that it's, pr- the weather's pretty nice year round. Like, yes, we have the odd day of rain in the winter, but like, for the most part, like we could walk Henry to school like most days of the year. Yeah. Um, you can do outdoor activities all the time. I play tennis year round outside. Like Matt golfs year round. Golf ball every outside. single month of the year. Like, you know, I think when you now I've lived in LA for ten years, it's easy to just like grow accustomed to that. But like when you live in New York, it's hard. And especially with a small child, like, you know, I think about how frustrating it would have been like during COVID to be in the dead of winter in a small apartment with a kid, with a small child, like you can't go anywhere. You're like, that didn't happen in LA. Like we could always at least like leave the house and like go to a park and when parks were open, when parks were open, well, you could go to the park. You just couldn't go to the playground to the playground. Right. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so, you know, the weather is definitely like, that's a, that's a huge, that is a huge thing. Um, but I do feel like, I do feel far because it it's also like expensive to fly across the country and like, you'll probably go back to New York maybe twice a year. Mm. 
and your parents might come out once or twice a year, like it's going to be very different. So just like, just like really think about that. That's, that's just my advice. Yes. Think about that. Like we never, we never lived like near our parents when we had a kid. We had a kid when we already lived here. So like we never had the experience of like living near our parents and being able to, you know, take advantage of that. So yeah. in some ways we don't really know what we're missing, but we also do. <laughs> like we, we've only gone away once without Henry. That yeah, I it was right before of. COVID. Was it? Yeah, when we went to see Dave Matthews in Las Vegas. Oh, My, I'm, th- I'm thinking of Palm Springs for our anniversary. Oh, yeah, that was one other time. We went away for one night. Yeah. Because my dad was here. Right. Um, Who was here? Oh, your parents were here. My parents. Here. Yeah, it was right before COVID. Yeah. Um, boy, yeah. oh boy, they made fun of you for buying all that toilet paper. They Joke's really on did. Them. They Joke's really on did. them. My family was like, you're so paranoid. Yes, everyone was like, <laughs> Dory, you're crazy. You're reading the internet too much. Look. Who didn't write Turns out paper. two things can be true. <laughs> Zing. Okay. Um, Jasmine says, hi, Matt and Dory. Thank you for your podcast. We had our science baby in November and listening really prepared me for the experience. Interested in hearing more about baseball cards. When my dad passed away, my mom and I inherited his baseball card and sports memorabilia collection. It is massive and I feel overwhelmed with the task of selling it. I definitely want to sell. That stuff was very meaningful to him, but does not bring me the same joy. Hmm. Part of me is tempted to throw it out or give it all away for free no. to whoever who would take it, to whoever would take it just to be relieved of it. But the well, daughter of collector But the collector but the daughter of collector parents in me can't bring myself to do that. There are probably at least a few really valuable cards in there. Like what if I got rid of a Michael Jordan rookie card? Matt, that, can depending you depending on the grade, that would be a terrible mistake. Matt, can you talk more about your approach to cards? Do you get cards graded? Does anyone do card breaks for old boxes or just new ones? Is it just cards or other sports memorabilia? I'd be happy to Venmo you to do a phone slash Zoom consultation. I have lots more questions if you're not interested in turning this into a cards pod. I, Jasmine, yeah, cards pod. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Jasmine is in 2,000 square feet in North Carolina. Two adults, one 10-week-old science baby. Nice. No hot dogs yet this year. One 75-inch TV, one slightly broken 42-inch TV, which is why we got the 75-inch good enough for <laughs> yoga videos. Oh. Understood. And one smaller TV for guests. Not sure what size. Uh, you know, they, there's, there's a couple schools of thought here. They always say buy the card, not the grade, you know? Oh, okay. But that that's just a fallacy. Because if you can get a 10 on something, grade it. Because it'll be worth like a very decent percentage more than even a nine. Um, and certainly more than a rock hard. Uh, that said, yeah, I'm curious about a few things of like what primary era was your dad were collecting in? Mm. Um, even if it's the junk wax era, which we call 87 to 91, essentially. Um, it's called junk wax because there were so many cards in print that every card became not worth that much because there were so many in print. Interesting. Now it certainly affected 
baseball more than basketball. Um, so I'm curious about which, if there was a primary sport he collected. Uh, I'd also be curious about how many cards you're talking about here. Mm. I'm assuming it's thousands. Um, but I wondered, how, I would wonder how many boxes and how good he was at labeling things. Meaning like, you know, I've like, here's a box of my cards and it says on the end here, 2023 stadium club. So I know that that's what's in this box. I know it's top stadium club, 2023. No problems there. But if he didn't label anything, oh man, that's going to be a, a bit more of a process. If you want to learn more, Email us back. <laughs> Send me a picture of, of whatever you can. Even if it's like, I'm just saying even one picture of like, he's here are all the boxes of cards. Matt. And, answer and, and, you I don't, will, and I will get back to her not on the pod. Okay. You don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but like, is this something you would be open to taking on or is this like too much for you to think about? Well, that's why I want to see how many cards it is here. And I what see. The error is. If it's baseball, I'm much more helpful in baseball. Mm. I'm 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 somewhat helpful in basketball, and I'm not at all helpful in NFL. Okay. So that's sort of where I'm at. Okay, good to know. Now our next emailer had another option that might be something for Jasmine, which is this is from Rebecca, who says, mm -hmm. Congratulations to Matt on selling stuff. If you still have Thank cards you. to sell or list, you may want to look up you may not you may want to look into check out my cards, which is comc.com. We call it comc in the hobby. The service through the website and app does the work of listing and shipping your cards for you. My husband uses it for cheaper or batches of comic cards just trying that he's just trying to get rid of. Valuable ones may be worth listing yourself. The basic process is sending your cards with your sell price. ComC lists, you approve sales, ComC ships, you get money or site credit, not trying to contribute to the problem, but they also sell, so you may find some for your collection. Um, yeah. And that's, that's a good, that's a good idea. She's in 1500 square feet, two adults, two science assisted kids, zero hot dogs, 60 inch living room TV, 30 inch game room, CRT TV for original Nintendo consoles <laughs> nice. and light gun games. And also, yes, yeah, so I was going to say, you can play Duck Hunt on that. Oh. Um, although, you know, now that I like am rereading this, it probably isn't a great option for Jasmine if you have to price your own stuff. Right. She doesn't know what stuff is worth. So that's where someone like me comes in. Sure. I'll teach her how to look up comps if she wants to. Maybe I'll just sell it for her. Who knows? We'll see. Who knows? I'll just take a look and be like, uh, and then I'll say something. Okay. All right. Does that wrap right. us up? That is going to wrap us up. Um, if we didn't get to your email, we will get to it next week. I promise. And Might be out on Monday. Might be out on Tuesday. We don't know. We don't know. You know, anything could happen. It's really crapshoot these days. <laughs> Depends what I do to my car next week, honestly. Okay. Uh, yeah, just Everyone remind go, you. Go listen to the summer of 2019. Right around end of July, beginning of August, that was when I was at my lowest point with with Dodo's car situation. It was rough. That was, was, was the saddest I've ever been. <laughs> over over a car. Uh, 
Anyway, yes, thank you all so very much. Uh, Patreon people, enjoy your ad-free episode starting now. Um, Enjoy those Easter egg commercial breaks. And uh, everyone else, you're going to listen to these names. These names are going to be of the people who support us on the Patreon. These names are the people who are helping us, who are helping me pay for a new tire. Oh, my God. We need, to, we need to drum it up. Come on. Join us this month for Tire Month, everybody. Uh, reminder, go to patreon.com slash adventure to join us. Uh, if you're at the $25 level or above, you'll get a fun fact that is uh, personally uh, written by me. Each it's a bespoke, month. bespoke fun fact. Yeah, it's a handcrafted, not sold on Etsy. Uh, so, But thank you to the following people uh, who are just the best and at the $5 level. Here we go. Or above. Uh, Optide. Pam from Boston. Pamela L. Ryan. Pat Macheski. Patty Curie. Paula. Phoebe Boone. Robert Hamilton. Robin K. Sadie Massa. Sarah Dauberman. Sarah Friedman. Sarah L. Scarlett Kaufman. Sherry Olson. Simone Vandewinkel. SJV. Steph Goralnik. Steve Harcourt. Tanya K. TB. The Holterman Clan. Tracy Jury. Tyler Matthews. Valerie Green. Vanessa Ferguson. Reg A.J. McFeely. Whitney Hoffman. A.J.B. Allison Patel. Audrey. Aurora and Zelda. Ainsley. Bertha Crowley. Claire One. Crescent Martin. Daniela Jaforo. Uh, Deanna, Deanna McLean. Aaron Gudge. There goes the Gudge. You skipped Elizabeth K., but that's okay. Jane Ennis. Elizabeth, not okay to skip her name. <laughs> Uh, Jen Brennan. Jessica. Julie from Germany. Julie or is Raskin. That, is that Ghoulie from Germany? <laughs> Why did that make me laugh? That's so dumb. Julie, Julie Raskin. Vala. Justin Vala. Captain what? Justin Vala. <laughs> Captain <laughs> Cyber. You know what? I, why don't I just read the rest of the names? Cause Who are you? Captain Cybertrini, his com badge on his brown coat, Batleth in hand, and Chris Knife unsheathed. Kate Laird, Katie Davenport, KK, Kristen, Laura Bennett, Laura Madge, Lauren Cephalo, Lisa, Mara Fass, Mary Myra, Mary Elizabeth Murphy, Maude Tremblay, Melanie Brombeck, Miriam Sentineau, Nicholas Skidmore, Nicole Narantha, Nope, 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 Purple mm-hmm. Weirdness, Rosina Bosco, Samantha, Shanna Mandel, and Stephen H., Oh, we didn't even take talk about Henry's self-diagnosis of I have to rest my penis. Oh my god. <laughs> that was very funny. Anyway, tune <laughs> into right. our Patreon episodes. <laughs> we want to hear about that. Bye everyone. Bye.